Bite your tongue, don't. Glenn. Bite your tongue, buddy. Yeah, Glenn. I'm trying, I'm trying really hard. Stop yeah. saying all those bad things about people, Glenn. Jesus. <laughs> that red light is on in the upper left-hand corner. It's time to <laughs> uh, say nothing else negative. Did you, did you guys ever watch Seinfeld, Glenn? Some. No. Me no. They're, so his. I think it's his dad that uh, Ben. St- what is that? What is? What is Ben Stiller's dad, whoever his name is? He's he's on that show and he's like Seinfeld's dad or something. Okay. And he's always like, I got a lot of problems with you people, and you're gonna hear about it. And so somebody did like a picture and they put his head on CM Punk's body from the press conference. <laughs> I got a lot of problems, and you people are gonna hear about them. Does he also have a dog named Larry? I might. I don't want to be rude either, but Larry is a, probably the ugliest dog I've ever seen. I can agree. That was an ugly dog, and I like dogs. <laughs> I just want to put it out right here, right as we get the show started. First minute, Kenny Omega is a goddamn hero. He certainly is, and I don't know what the fucking Ace Steel is anyway. Ace Steel. I know he tra- he trained CM Punk and Cole Cabana. I know who the fuck he is, but <laughs> Ace Steel sounds like a condom from like a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> that, that may or may not work. It's a roll of the dice. <laughs> They're like those condoms that Johnny had on Cobra Kai. They're like, you didn't buy those at any pharmacy. No spoilers. No spoilers, buddy. <laughs> those Ace Steels, you got to wrap up maybe two of them to make you sure you've got, got the goods people. going. <laughs> it does sound like you go to the truck stop bathroom and it's got Starting off hot tonight, boys. <laughs> Get your ace steel condoms. Nothing will lock up your girl's <laughs> right, pregnancy. Right next to you, you like put in a quarter and pick your cologne spray that sprays out at you. <laughs> sure, some fire ace steels and some high karate spray for fifty cents. <laughs> Sounds like prom night to me. <laughs> this is not some of the clubs I used to work in. <laughs> I bet. Oh, I bet. I gotta go get. Well, I gotta go get my inhaler. Were you, were you ever spinning the Billy Ocean back in the day, Glenn? Oh, definitely. Nice. Mm. You like a bit of Billy. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> we are, we're, don't worry. <laughs> we're, we're not sure where, where uh, Brent is headed off to, but uh, maybe Larry the dog made a run-in at the uh, Piles household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he steals coming to check in on the problem. <laughs> Oh dear! I'll tell you what, right now, Ace Steel comes and hit this house, biting any motherfuckers. He's gonna have another thing coming. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I had to get my inhaler. You never know where these things can lead. Cut me off. I'm just a black screen. There we go. Are you back? Yep, I'm back. Okay. Good. You can imagine? You can imagine poor old Kenny Omega, can't you? How did you get the bite? Well, I was rescuing this dog. What, the dog bite? No, the bloke bite me. <laughs> Imagine trying to explain that to somebody. I went there to rescue a dog, and the dog bit you. No, the dog did not bite me. <laughs> Someone named Ace bit me. Oh, the dog's name is Ace? No, no, no. It's a human being named Ace. No, it was, the dog's name is Larry, and the human's <laughs> name is Ace? This doesn't make any sense. It's not, none of this is adding up. <laughs> Ace Steel sounds like the Dollar General version of Superman. Like, like it's not Superman. It's, it's Ace, Ace Steel. Ace Steel. <laughs> That's actually oh. sounds like one of those. He can, he can leap very small buildings in a single bound. He can bite you and pull your hair. 
Faster than a scooter. So let me ask you a question. You ever been in a street fight? Go ahead and been in some street fights. You ever bite anybody or pull their hair? Nope. Me neither. I can say I've shoved a knuckle into someone's eye so deep that I thought they were going to be permanently blind, but never have bit anyone. No. Well, that's what you're supposed to do in a fight, Mary. You're not supposed yeah, to bite people or pull their hair. No, I can't say I've ever resorted to that. I did Unless catch a flash you. elbow one time. Someone elbowed me so hard I've still got a scar from it. At least they didn't bite you. At least they hit you with an elbow like a self-respecting man would. No, no, no. These, these were all self-respecting fights. No, no one's ever bit me either. At least uh, not a man. Well, I guess Mike Tyson didn't bite somebody, and I wouldn't call him a pansy. So, No. I wouldn't call 60-year-old Mike Tyson a pansy, let alone no. prime Mike Tyson. Yeah, fuck that. Did you see what he did to that guy on that airplane? In that airplane, uh, yeah, he lit that fool up. <laughs> Although I did meet Buster Douglas as a child, and that man's hands were the size of Thanksgiving turkeys. They were humongous, <laughs> so I couldn't imagine getting punched by Buster Douglas. He was a monster of a man. Where did you meet Buster Douglas? I actually met him at a Tough Man contest. He was like a uh, my. Of course, you did. Um, yeah, my dad had taken me and my friend or my friend and I to a tough men contest. And this is funny story. If you know my dad, my dad could sell anything. He was like one of the smoothest talkers ever. And he convinced the judges that he was a ring doctor. The man has no doctor skills. And so <laughs> we got to sit right with all of the ring girls. And my dad sat at the doctor's table. So literally my dad was just like just BSing and got us all the way up front. So we had good seats and me and my friend, 13 years old, are sitting with the ring girls and he's sitting at the, at the judge's table as a doctor. Well, it's a good thing. Nobody, nothing serious happened. <laughs> so that, that was, that's the story of my dad. And that's how, how, how smooth of a talker the man was. That's pretty fucking impressive. That's pretty fucking impressive. It is. That is. <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of things in my life, but that's not something I've heard a lot of <laughs> or ever. It's, that's new for me. So one day I'll try to be as great as him, but. Well, you're a pretty smooth talker too, pal. So you're, you're up there. I try. You try. Um, Let me talk to you. Speaking of that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um. Does anybody think is anybody anything they want to get off their chest before we start watching Survivor Series? Anything at all? Not tonight, no. The, Save that for Sunday. Yes. There was so much that happened in professional wrestling this week that I feel like it's probably been covered ad nauseum by literally every single podcast on planet Earth. So I think we're just gonna do what we do best. And right. on the matter <laughs> of superstars. If you want to hear somebody talk about, you know, the weekend wrestling, me and Glenn do a show called Piece of Business. Comes out on Sundays or Mondays, depending on when we record it. Check that out. This week we are going to start our big reviews of NXT UK from episode one. We're going to do that this week. So make sure you check out Piece of Business. Make sure you give Glenn a follow. It's at GA WrestleNet. If you're not following Glenn and you listen to the show, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I really don't. I really don't know what you've been doing. No. Give both of these fellows a follow. I don't, if you're here listening to us right now, I'm assuming you probably already follow us. But if not, you just stumbled upon this podcast, flipping through the Twitch channels. Give everyone here a follow. Although my name isn't on there, but follow GA Russell Nut. <laughs> there you go, pal. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It's some SummerSlam 1992. There are there was a, there is a match. There's two matches that we're skipping because they're too long. Um, so just so everyone knows. I am at one hour, eight minutes, and 41 seconds into Survivor Series 1992. 
You can watch with us along with us on the Spotify app if you've got the Spotify app, or you can watch with us along on Peacock. I'm going to count down from three. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Push the button. Here we go. Right there. We got the the ceremonial flower girls in the ring, which could only mean one thing. It's a giant giant checkerboard. Have you ever played the uh, checkerboard at Cracker Barrel next to the fire pit? So, <laughs> I've never been in... No, we do. We have Cracker Barrel, but I've never been inside a Cracker Barrel. Well, okay, I've been inside because I, I went there one time to pick up an order that I made online. Uh, but I've never actually ate inside of a Cracker Barrel restaurant. And for me, Cracker Barrel is overrated. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like a lot of people are in that same camp. I do like me some Cracker Barrel because I'm from the South and I like quality Southern cooking, which Cracker Barrel doesn't really follow into, but uh, you get more stupid, right. better quality cooking in Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got the flowers for the girls, too. Well, they gave him the flowers and he just <laughs> oh. tossed them right the fuck <laughs> out of the oh, I missed that part. <laughs> he said, oh, these are nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's some baller stuff right there. Mm. Give me Take flowers. That robe, pal. Let us see the rolls. I want to <laughs> see it. Oh yeah. Oh my and then from there. Sorry. <laughs> That's a full those are a couple full cups right there. He's got a couple of double days right there. It's weird to see Miyagi with hair. Miyagi. You're watching the Cobra Kai, aren't you? I fucking hate myself that I just fucking did that. God damn it. It's weird to see Mr. Fuji with hair. (laughs) From Okinawa, it is Pat Morita. No, that's not Pat Morita. That's Mr. Fuji. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm retiring from podcasts. This is going to be my last episode. I've got a really good feeling that Virgil's going to pull this one out here, guys. What do you think, Glenn? You think Virgil's going to win? R.I.P. Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we as we don't haven't got any decent mullets or jobbers to talk about, I went back and looked at the Meltzer ratings on some of these. Oh boy! And, and this gets all over one star. One star. One it's because star. it's because it's a kayfabe Japanese guys in this match one. That's the only reason why I got a star. Look at Virgil though. He's got some really good movement. I've always been a big fan of Virgil. I don't know what it is, but we know you are. You love Virgil and I how unfair it is Virgil. for Kamala to be in a casket match. <laughs> the fuck was that? I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> That was a reverse pounce. That's that's, a, that's when you hit a 550 pound man in the chest. Like you don't know what, you don't realize the, what just happened to you. We couldn't hear it. We couldn't hear because the sounds off, but it made it something like a boing, boing. sound when he hit him. <laughs> it's like a rubber band. Boing, 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 boing. It's like well, running that's... into a refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, is he going to be able to get the big man off his feet? Look at this. Get the fucking breadsticks ready. Bird's about to pull up on upset. I don't remember the history of Olive Garden that well, but was Olive Garden a thing in 92? I'm assuming it was. Oh! It's like one of those things that you don't realize that hasn't been around that long, like bottled water. I think bottled water came out in like the early 90s. Olive Garden. Let's see. 
I'm sure there probably was like an original one, you know, somewhere, but like mass it called, produced. It was called Rigetti's. The first Rigetti's? Called, no, I'm just kidding. That was on the movie Grumpy Old Men. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Established, founded December 13th, 1982. So that them Ooh. shits are older than I am. <laughs> wow. I, I don't remember ever eating at Olive Garden until I was at least in my teens. Yeah, I... I I, I don't remember the last time I ate at Olive Garden, now that I think about it, but I couldn't have went there until I was, like, in my 20s. Glenn, could you look up and find out what Yokozuna's bra size was for us? Um, I believe that is a sand bucket with bungee cords. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just a couple bungee cords that you tie on the back of your truck with a sand bucket on each of yeah. them. They're like, no, sir, you're going to have to go to the back of the store where they got the hookers. I mean, <laughs> look at this now. Virgil. Virgil's a house of fire. Fonzie's the referee. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Well, the roll by Virgil. Look at Duck Virgil. Oh. Virgil's Oh, God. Ooh, okay. That's got to be. That's got some pain to it. It looked like they were getting ready to do a do si move. That's what it looked like they were doing. Like They were line dancing. <clears throat> I mean, oh, not that leg like... drop. In answer to the mayor's bottle of water question, it was the 17th century that bottled water first was first came in. 17th century? Yep. Holy fuck. Queen Elizabeth I was bottling water. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was, but not in the 1700s. Oh, 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 God! <laughs> was that supposed to happen? Uh, uh, out of the uh, side of his ribcage. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was supposed to happen or not, but that looked really bad for Virgil. <laughs> Virgil ain't getting no motherfucking Olive Garden tonight because his ribs are crushed. That's right. <laughs> he's Ooh. not going to get to enjoy those Andy's mints at the end of the meal. No, he's not getting any mints. Nothing. No fucking meat sauce. He got his meat sauced. <laughs> it's about, it's, his meat's about to get sauced. <laughs> God bless those ropes. The world's strongest oh, ropes, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. He was Virgil was not close to the turnbuckle at all. That might be the farthest I've ever seen Yoko launch. Yeah. It's going to be hard to soften the blow, that one, isn't it? <laughs> it was like a young Eddie Guerrero going corner to corner. There. <laughs> he went coast to coast like Shane fucking McMahon on that one. <clears throat> Fuji, Fuji said, look at those breasts, pal. <laughs> Kid's got a chicken in the front row. Get your mind out of the gutter. God damn it. Mr. Fuji. Gosh, I'm trying not to call him Mr. Miyagi after earlier. Yeah, fucking God damn it. <laughs> Mr. Fuji's out there catching flies with those chopsticks. <laughs> damn right he is. I like how Fuji's wearing the sandals, though. His house slippers. Here's the brain scan, which is what Virgil's going to need after this move. Why does he keep drawing dicks on the screen? I'm tired of seeing dicks. I believe I think that's a turkey without the feathers. It's also a, known as penis. <laughs> I'm not sure if my one friend will be listening tonight. He may be catching the podcast, but he 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 fancied himself as an artist as he used to go in the snow and draw rocket ships on people's cars and by rocket ships i mean penises yeah yes <laughs> we didn't see this match because we skipped it but perfect and uh 
Savage are here. Savage is very sweaty. He's sweating all the way through that orange top. Perfect really has the side shaven down. That is not his normal hair. That's almost nasty boys-ish. He knows we wanted to look like a mullet mayor. He knows what we like. <laughs> he does. I'm wearing my throw it to the mullet shirt too. See? Mr. Meltzer gave that one three and a quarter stars. So he gave well, that three and a quarter? Definitely too good for this show. He's got a whole you know, turkey. It's like a 10-pound turkey right there. You know what the best thing about that turkey is, Mayor? It's absolutely perfect. That's why. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> Sean Mooney stuffs everything, including turkeys. Yeah, he does, pal. You know it. <laughs> Usually when we're talking about turkeys on this show, it's fucking uh oh, Look at this nails. little turkey. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tiny turkey. <laughs> you can't even stuff that turkey. It's against the law. No, I've actually got some stuffing from Thanksgiving ah. left over in my pantry, uncooked, by the way. Well, I was going to say. Otherwise, that would be really disgusting. I was just, just cleaning out the pantry today, and I'm like, hmm, there's some stuffing in here, and it's still good for another, like, four months. You should have ate it live it. on the air. What were they talking about in that promo there? Two oh. big turkeys, Razor Ramon and Ric Flair. One small turkey, Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> I love it. Here comes the Beverly Brothers. Von Wagner's father is on his way out to the ring here. Are you ready for some handsomeness, gentlemen? Oh, yes, we are. I don't know if we can handle it, but that's what we're here for. Speaking of handsomeness, can you handle look at it? this side. Typhoon, can you handle it? I don't think you can handle it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Beautiful shirt. I wore it just for tonight, too. The Beverly Babies. I like that sign. The Beverly Babies. Also, um, what were they? They were hailed from Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is only maybe like 15 minutes from Richfield Coliseum, although I don't think either of them are actually from there. Really? I think they're from Minnesota, as a matter of fact, because I remember they were the Minnesota, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, crew 2.0. You're right. Money, 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 money. I'm not sure if I can get away with um advertising this here, but this is delicious right here. I'm about to open one. Hard coffee, huh? Hard coffee, mocha latte, made by mm. Rebel. Mm. Very good. Very, not very like Britt Baker's Britt Baker's manager slash mom, Rebel. That's that also name? that's also a nice rebel, but that is not the rebel I'm speaking. Of. I always say I always call her Britt Baker's mom because it's like, oh look, Britt Baker's mom's bringing her to the ring. Make sure you pay your taxes in November. Maybe you got an extension or something. Hey, it could be um, a business audit. They're doing quarterly audits right now. Oh, the fans are ready for some good old fashioned handsomeness because here they come. Yes. Mm. So, the handsomest tag team in the world. So excited right now. I wish Little Mare was here to have seen this. Too bad he had mono. I, I did get to see Handsome Earthquake a few times in person, but uh, not, I, don't I was think not I ever had today. the pleasure. And if I did, I don't remember it, unfortunately. How often did um, WWF make it over to the UK at this time, Glenn? Was it just... Actually, it was 92 when they actually went over for SummerSlam, wasn't it? And that was like probably was, one of the few. A, a house, there was a, a house show. There must have been a few house shows around. But at Wembley, 91. 
Uh, so I went to that and saw The Undertaker and big old Sid hitting each other very hard with chairs. Oh, they, they were very few and far between. So they didn't really do a whole lot of touring back then into the UK. No, no. It, it's not like that because now they get over there at least once a year to for a tour, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. The, and then I think in like 1994, 93 and 90, I think 94 was the year they went over there a few times because like they were doing better business over there than they were over here. Mm. Um, and so yeah. they went over there quite a bit. And they probably went to, you know, Germany and other places. Do you feel like you're ever going to get to see like a uh, SummerSlam or Royal Rumble or WrestleMania over there again, Glenn? Yeah. I feel like it has to happen because that, that showing think, at the Clash at the Castle was fantastic. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I think we passed the audition last week for that. Yeah, I think you guys had the audition and you guys nailed it. <laughs> I think SummerSlam is the more is the most likely. I can't see him doing yeah. Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, but SummerSlam. Well, yeah, sure. open air in January in London doesn't <laughs> sound very pleasant. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so we got Handsome Typhoon starting off with one of the Beverly Brothers, one of the few mullets we'll see tonight. Although open air in Cardiff last Saturday wouldn't have been that pleasant. Oh, oh yeah, isn't this a closed dome, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not open air. I thought see, I thought it was before I watching the show. I thought it was open air, but nope, it's not. Oh, it gives, it, it gives the impression because the, the roof doesn't go completely over. So you you see around the side, you can actually see outside. Oh, uh, okay. I get what you mean. A typhoon strut was very, very provocative that he was just doing there. I'm not I sure believe. if he missed it. <laughs> I did miss it. I believe this is a traditional Survivor Series. I, I kind of want to call him Thick Flair. Or does Thick Flair go, whoa? <laughs> it's a very deep woo. <clears throat> Lots of stars on this man's pants, that's for sure. Lots of More, stars than than game. More than Meltzer. More than Meltzer. Well, yeah, this isn't in the Tokyo Dome, brother. So how could it get that many stars? Ooh, what are we getting here? How many stars did this one get, mate, Glenn? One and a quarter. I don't think this Meltzer idiot actually get gets what Survivor Series is about. I don't, yeah, you're probably right about that. Because that, that wasn't a bad Yokozuna match. No, that was a good match. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And this is a typical Survivor Series match. Now I didn't obviously get... get to listen to this, but was it? A, is this an elimination style match? I believe it is. Yes, yeah, it's a traditional, it's a traditional Survivor Series match. Okay, it's the only one on the card. It's the only one on the 1992 <laughs> Survivor Series. Yet somehow Meltzer creams himself over all the tro trios matches. Yeah, but not yeah this with oh, <laughs> a slew full of Hall of Famers. Well, and also yeah, there's like no, there's no fits and dives, is there? There's no right, and nobody's leaving the no, ring, are they? Unless they're being thrown out. Right. There's no two, no two, two pace suicidas or whatever the fuck they call. No, it. <laughs> Although getting to see handsome earthquake do one of those would be impressive. I'd pass yeah, out. I would pass out of that. I'd not fall out of the chair. You'd have to take me to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody be able to handle all that handsome Ooh. flying through the air. Sorry, flying through the air, mirror. No way. People go, what was that airship? <laughs> I'm curious to go meet the nasty boys here um, in about a 
three weeks time Ooh. to see i don't know i'm curious how large they are like how big of guys these fellas are because no one... sink is safe <laughs> no i'm gonna go piss in the sink with them we're gonna yeah, go sink pissing fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> they're gonna just like i just want to hang out by the bathroom and be like you know Oh, there's the sink right there. Right there, yeah. guys. <laughs> All washed up and nice for you. <laughs> I always see it's... that video, and it's like Brian Knobs wandering drunk upstairs to Hulk Hogan's room at like 2.30. And I was like, Hulkster, you want to watch WrestleMania 7? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I want to, I kind of want to like quote that when I see him. Yeah, ask him. He's like, hey, Knobster, you want to watch <laughs> WrestleMania 7? I'm just going to pull it up on my phone on YouTube or on the Peacock. I'll have it ready. You'd probably take your phone and stuff it into his armpit. I wouldn't do that. Might piss on it. I don't even know. Well, we don't know, pal. Mm -hmm. Has the one Beverly brother been in the entire time? No. No. I think it's just this one. That's a nice... Was that a double underhook T-bone suplex? What was that? Anyway, That was basically it, yeah. T-bone. I don't know why, but now I want a steak. Damn it. <laughs> Arby, Arby's didn't quite do it for us tonight. I'll take a steak, too. I it, I know. I mean, Arby's was good, though. Mm-hmm. Did, you get the, did you ever get the spicy three-pepper sauce at Arby's? What? No. Spicy three-pepper sauce. Get that shit. It's delicious. What's it for? <laughs> you can put it on your fries. I like to put it on my roast beef sandwich. But I feel it's like we're derailing delicious. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Arby's, <laughs> Arby's over there going... <laughs> I think there's one. In, I think there's one in central London. But that's okay. about it. People out on the internet will tell you Arby's is trash, but they're fucking liars. Arby's delicious. Arby's is fantastic. Absolutely. Don't listen. Don't listen to them empty-headed goofs, as CM Punk said, or whatever he called them. Whatever he called. Yeah, whatever he called. Them. Those empty-headed goofs going into business for themselves. Yeah, they're, they're, they probably you know own shares in McDonald's or something. Those empty-headed goofs. Probably, I somehow feel like this this man might not be a sort of elimination match, but I might be wrong. Oh, I, I feel Ted in the all white though. There's not a stitch of green on him or gold, is it? No, it's all white. Awful strange for him. You usually get the black or the. White's yeah. a little different. Something. I think he was wearing the white when we watched uh, SummerSlam 1992, too, though. Normally, if Ted DiBiase was wearing white, it's because he was about to bleed. And I don't think he does in this. No, yeah, I, think I can't very imagine anti-blood in 1992. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is an elimination match. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think I mentioned it in the first one, but when you bring up... Uh, Survivor Series 1992. The first thing that comes up, he said it was directed by Vince McMahon. Talk about <laughs> getting kayfabe. <laughs> right. right. He's, I mean, he's not, he's, a, he's was he the commentator on the show? I don't even remember who they even had out there. It's probably Heenan. It Heenan was. And yeah, was. it was. It was. Yeah, oh. it was Vince. This actually has been a really good tag match, even though it's not a traditional tag match. Well, you got four you know. got four experienced tag teams out here. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Good? I'm enjoying it. They're, they're working well together. No. And what did Meltzer give this? One and a half stars or one? Four stars. 
one and a quarter stars. Okay. Earthquake being in the goddamn match is at least worth two stars on its own. Yeah, and that's each cheek, so we're up to four. As soon as worth my handsome earthquake walks through the curtain to hit the ring, it's already a four star match. Already, Dave Meltzer. And then we've added your room, Bever- Dave. We're adding in the Beverly Brothers on top of that, and the certified sink pissers. Yeah, I'm up to like eighteen stars already. <laughs> this is the highest rated match of all time, pal. This is the the Big Dipper. Lots of stars. Oh, I see what you did there. Right, look at all the stars on Blake's pants right there. That's how they many stars this match stars. should have. They got more stars than the American flag on their britches. I tell you what. Britches get stitches. And and then they get bitches. I don't know why. I just <laughs> went together, so I threw that on there, too. <laughs> yeah. A young Mike Kyoto out here is the referee. So the mayor knows. I'm trying to find the cotton candy making its way through the crowd, but I don't see any cotton candy out there. No, in Ohio, they just <laughs> sell lots of corn dogs or hot dogs. <laughs> I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Than and, corn and, dog. and they always offer stadium mustard. What's the difference between regular mustard and stadium mustard? Have you never had stadium mustard? Apparently not. Stadium mustard is a brown mustard. It's not yellow. It's brown. And it's kind of spicy, but it, it has a really good taste with any kind of hot dogs. Things have, have broken down here. <laughs> Our commentary on the match? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Oh, give me that. Oh, there we go. There's Nice. It's the there tremors. Somebody's going to get this. Ah! Oh gosh, it's an 8.0 on the Richter scale. And the first heavily bites the dust. Or a one and a half on the Meltzer scale. Von <laughs> Wagner's father is out of here. Does it, does both teammates get eliminated, or is that just the one? I think they're eliminating She's teammates. Gone. Right? Oh, no, it looks like the teammates are gone because he's telling oh, him yeah. otherwise he's got to leave. Because I do remember in whatever Survivor Series I went to in 89 or 90 where they had the tag match with like conquistadors and and like it had the, like you couldn't even see because the whole was ring like, was covered yeah because they had like 10 guys on each side yeah it was, like, it was, <laughs> it was all asses if you were sitting in the front row all you saw was asses that's it mm-hmm. I can concur even my young mind remembers that <laughs> it looked like a lumberjack match on the out like on the inside because it was just said <laughs> People was surrounding the entire the ring. First lumberjack match where they try to keep you out of the ring. That's a <laughs> TNA ish. <laughs> but at that time, it was if your teammate got eliminated, you were also gone. Yeah. Or like, I remember they did the tag team battle royals, and if one person got thrown out, then the other person had to leave too, which I never really liked that because it got super mm. confusing. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Glenn, I was going to ask Glenn who he thinks is going to win, but he already knows, so I'm not going to ask him. Mayor, who do you think is going to win this one? Um, I mean, how do I pick against Earthquake and Typhoon? So I'm going <laughs> I'm going Earthquake and Typhoon. I honestly don't even know who wins, but I'm going to – I can't pick against the men that are on my T-shirt and also on the minds of women across the country in 1992. Everywhere, handsome earthquake and handsome typhoon making making money stack so tall, make all the bitches want to fall. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) 
It was like 1992 Burt Reynolds and Fabio all at one time in that ring. Yowzers, that's a lot of hotness right there. Oh! oh no. That was a handsome-ass kickout. <laughs> Looked like Yoko throwing Macho out of the ring of the Royal Rumble. That's why I got to bring that up, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate that! I didn't say anything about Coco and Boss Man. I'm actually... Actually, I think for... Uh... For the AWI Pod Rumble this year, we are going to watch the 1993 Royal Rumble match, so I'm going to have to relive it. Oh no, <laughs> We're, we'll have to forget what happened at the end. I'll try to. I'll try to. Maybe you can edit the end where somehow Yoko falls over and Macho wins Macho it. Macho wins it. <laughs> You'll just have to edit the finish. I somehow edit the finish to where Coco Beware throws out the big boss <laughs> and wins it all. Wouldn't that be great? Somehow, like you just see Yoko going over the top rope and Macho doing this. <laughs> I like it. I think I think I've I've got faith in you that you can probably make this happen. I mean, I probably could <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> if I could. well, Glenn and I will just be watching in disbelief, like, huh? That, huh? Wait, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember it ending like this. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Oh, uh oh. They've got him choked out in the corner. And they're trying to, they're making Handsome Typhoon pissed off by pointing at Earthquake and saying, he's not handsome. And Handsome Typhoon ain't going to stand for that. Mm -mm. Handsome recognizes handsome. I love, I love that jacket. That's a great jacket by Jimmy Hart. Jimmy always had some of the best airbrush jackets. Yeah, baby. Yeah, mm. baby. <laughs> I had to. Honestly, I think I want to see if I can find one of his uh, albums and be right. different and have him autograph one of the albums that he sang on for the Gentries. There you go. Instead of just bringing an action figure and have him autograph, you know, the box of that. I, I want to see if I can locate a Gentries album. Keep on dancing. You see this guy? You see the guy in the white shirt walking down? Did his girlfriend just break up with him? He just looks so serious. Just... <laughs> he had his hands in his pocket, his head just hanging. He was so upset. <laughs> he was a nobody told him before. handsome earthquake is still in this match he actually handsome earthquake is the reason why they broke up that one <laughs> that woman <laughs> took one look at him and she's like you're not man enough for me can't compete uh, man. <laughs> no i mean he's half the man earthquake used to be <laughs> well i mean that's twice the man there is so i mean that's that's not really fair she saw, <clears throat> she saw all that in that trunk there and it's like <laughs> She said, oh, I can feel the quakes are rumbling. Mm -hmm. She said, get out of here, stupid guy. And then he walked back to his seat in shame. Yeah, tried to buy like a foam finger or something to win her back, but it didn't work. No, they didn't have any handsome earthquake foam fingers. Mm -mm. Damn it. Oh, he's down. He's down. He's he down. didn't get him down. He got the big man down. Oh, oh. <laughs> It was a bad setup for, for old Ted DiBiase. I told you. I knew he wasn't going to be able to jump that far. Dumbass. Uh-oh. Tugboat's really getting the crowd going in Richfield. <laughs> he's tugging at their emotions. That's why they call him Tugboat. Because he's tugging at the emotions. He's shocking them like a master. <laughs> <laughs> this was released a long time ago, but they have a shocked master figure. And it's like on the front of it. You can you can like see the back of him. And it's like he's upside down, and then you turn around and he's busting through the wall upside down. <laughs> I wish I had it. It looks awesome. 
Oh, he's in here now. We got the hot tag. He's the house of fire. Handsome Typhoon is. Clothes lines for everybody. Oh, oh that's got what be elevation. Right? Oh. What elevation on that splash. Amazing for a guy that size. Oh, <laughs> he's out of here. I feel like the Nasty Boys have not been in this match that much. And somehow, like, the two 400-pounders have been, like, doing the work. <laughs> doing all of the work of the match. I mean, they these guys are much better workers than fucking... Oh, dang it. That was so fucking stupid. The way he was, oh, no! I can't get up! No! <laughs> that was the Wait. worst. Did... Oh! That's it. <laughs> oh, wow. They couldn't have let Handsome Earthquake and Typhoon get the win there. Especially the way that Typhoon got covered. That was just terrible. <laughs> that was just not good. So the certified sink pissers are the sole survivors and they look like they're going to beat up Jimmy Hart, which if I was them, I would. Did they beat up Jimmy Hart on an episode of Superstars that we saw? They threw him off the stage. Hmm. Something like that. Jimmy do, Jimmy does take some good bumps. He's always been great at selling. Just a little, a little bumper bumper. I don't remember him taking too many bumps. Except for that one no, off the stage. He really didn't. But just like off a punch, like the way he would take a punch, like both feet would go up in the air and he'd swing. You yeah. know. You imagine what it what it would look like if you actually did punch Jimmy Hardy. He would fly through the air. I would never. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't either, but. <laughs> I mean, dastardly. Oh, they're they're on the phone. Tatanka's waving hi to the Ultimate Warrior, of course. So we're actually ordering some DoorDash. <laughs> He's having all twelve of, wings. All of yeah, I want the uh, the twelve wings. Give me the uh, no, no, not boneless. I want the traditional wings. Give me the uh, the dry rub, the Memphis dry rub on there. Oh, listen here! If you don't get me the veggie pizza, you're gonna get the madness. If you know what I mean, huh? You want my name for my order? First name Macho, last name Man, huh? <laughs> oh, Vince and Bobby on commentary too. This has to be good. Oh, Bobby's pissed. I still want to know what's on his jacket. Is it is it Scorpion? It Sting. Scorpion. It, <laughs> it's Sting. It's Sting. And called Sting. Sorry, no, maybe not. Sting. Sorry, maybe it's the maybe. singer Sting. Could be. He was pretty big in 1992, I bet. Glenn, you, are you a big Sting fan? Mm, not not the really. wrestler. <laughs> what about the police? Just. Oh, God, no. Fuck the police. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, <laughs> not those kidding. police. <laughs> not those police. We're reliving SummerSlam where Kamala just ran away in fear. Oh no, we we can't watch this. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it? Then it's been like a cage match or something, because like that way he can't get away. Why is it a casket match? He could still run if he wanted to. They they did Kamala dirty. They did the man dirty. He didn't need a casket match oh. right now. He took a bump, which I thought was funny. <laughs> oh, here comes the. I don't think I don't think Kamala's gonna fit in that one. See, call me crazy. This was a coffee match, but what he's got there is a casket. Right. There's a difference. There is a difference. The, the, the coffin is that, that sort of shape 
where it's like uh, this, like almost yeah. a diamond. Yeah, so their yeah, casket is just like a box like that. It's a rectangle. Mm. I, I, there's, there's nothing that makes me laugh more than to watch a big man flee in fear. It makes me. <laughs> I, I love it. I love watching a big guy flee. And Kamala, and Kamala did it so well as well. He was so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved. I love Kamala. Uh, outside of when he was like very mean Kamala, and he, there was a picture of him with Hulk Hogan's head through a spear. Oh, mm. I bet you hated that. It I took did. literally the Undertaker six months to build this fucking coffin. So <laughs> he's still building it in this <laughs> vignette. Let me ask you this: I think I already asked you, which is longer? Who do what took longer? What took longer? Uh, Billy Jim's Hall of Fame speech or the Undertaker to build this casket? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not sure that either of us can answer that because both are still going on. Yeah, he's still working on that thing. Somebody <laughs> should tell tell the Undertaker that. Kamala's already gone, pal. <laughs> Sorry. Mark Callis is still just like hanging out in his garage building that casket, and Hillbilly Jim's still standing in an empty, like, I don't know where he, that was at. But he's just standing there in an empty, yeah. uh, behind a podium, still speaking. I don't even remember what WrestleMania that was. I think it's WrestleMania 30, maybe? It was nah. probably about four years ago, maybe? What it are they 30, up to now? 31. It's 38. Oh, gosh. That was no way it was eight years ago. It might have been be. eight years feels like yesterday so yeah it does maybe that's what it is ladies and gentlemen it's dr harvey whippleman glenn let me ask you this question what do you think harvey whippleman's got a doctorate in wimpanology <laughs> w-i-m-p-i-n-ology but logically be learning these hose biology, obviously. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a great answer, Glenn. I did not expect that. He should really keep that 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 spear in his hand for when the comes out. Stab that motherfucker. And I'd be all for it. <laughs> I, I know you would. It's only fair. <laughs> I mean, it's if you put somebody fair. in a casket, stab that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Oh God! Look at this, man. Like he just came out of the Adams family. That kid did. Yeah, that was that wasn't Pugsley. That was Ugsley. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Twenty eighteen like was Hillbilly Jim's speech. Twenty eighteen. So four years ago. Okay, he's still the speaking. Sam, four years from now, he's still the going. The somebody on Twitter put at the time it went on longer than the Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> It did. It really did. It's still going. So mm -hmm. here we go. Here comes. This is before they lowered the lights for the Undertaker's entrance. It doesn't have quite the same feeling unless he's coming out of the casket. Yeah. This is a coffin. Mm. This is an actual coffin. Mm. This is a coffin match. It's not a casket. Get it right, Mayor. We so, are serious journalists here. Got the fat, got the fat sides. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever said is that we're serious journalists. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we, we are very, very serious with our journalistic integrity. Mm. We've seen two motherfuckers out here that are going to wrestle in ties, which that's a that's that's a that's an idea that I wouldn't go with. But hey, so so 
we had uh, Harvey Whippleman in a tie. We had IRS in a tie, and now we have Undertaker in a tie. You're right. Well, at least Whippleman wasn't wrestling. He was smart no. enough since not to wrestle. And Taker yeah. doesn't wrestle in the tie, does he? He takes it off. Oh, okay. You're right. He does take it off. Take, 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 take it off. It's Joey. Who the fuck's Joey? Joey Morella? Oh, sorry. You're right. Unless that's that not him. I didn't get a good look at him. I think no. it's him. That's 100% him. I don't uh -oh. think they ever made any Joey Morella action figures, did they? I don't really have any referee action figures. I think Earl Hebner might have one for like a, but it's like a different line. WWE doesn't make it. I swear there was an LJN action figure for a ref, and I think it was Earl. You're probably right. I'm talking like 85, 86 or so, like somewhere in that area. I feel like they had a LJN action figure for a ref. I think you're right. <clears throat> for like the new line of figures, they had they had one a few years ago that was like a. <clears throat> It was like a line of WrestleMania figures, and if you got all four of them, it built like a dangerous Danny Davis. Now, are you talking um, dangerous Danny Davis in the pinstripe pants, or the referee? No, I'm talking about Danny. the referee, dangerous Danny Davis, the greatest referee of all time. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was the because remember he had that I don't know six seven yeah. month span where he wrestled in pinstripe pants and a wife beater or whatever it was. Yeah, I do remember that. I think it was like. He had long sleeves too, because I remember somebody told me that he had like a sleeve, like tattoo sleeves, and they always wanted him to cover it up. So that's why he always wore the long sleeves when he wrestled too. That's kind of different. I didn't know <laughs> many people back then really had the whole long sleeve tattoo Tattoos. look. Yeah, no. But I guess when you're dangerous, you have to live the moniker. That's right. If you don't have tattoos all of it down your arms, you can't be dangerous. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> he's gonna chop the shit out of him or run whichever one comes first i'll chop you i'll run i'll run uh, it's like it's like when you were little I, I mean I had an older brother when I was little and I, my older brother would try to beat me up and I would do the same thing like I'll hit you and then run a little bit I'll hit you and then run a little bit I would do the same thing <laughs> oh you dummy you don't do that you know better than that I'm, t I'm terrible with timeline in 1992 was Undertaker still technically undefeated at this time no, yeah. I don't think so. No, he lost to Hogan Tuesday in Texas, I believe. Oh gosh, that was in '91. I knew he threw he threw like some of the urn in his eyes before he beat him, but still he beat him. Oh, was now, this still, was was this new school at the time, or would that still be technically <laughs> old school? I noticed on that one he didn't walk out as far as he normally does. He only took like one or two steps. No. I remember the first time I saw him do that. I was like, "Did you did did you just see that? <laughs> did this motherfucker? <laughs> did you see that?" <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what to call it. You couldn't call it Vintage Undertaker. Right. I was just dumbfounded. I was probably I watched wrestling with my cousin. I looked at my cousin and looked at the TV and looked at my cousin. Looked at the TV and said, "Did you see that? <laughs> did that just happen? Did Did he ever do that as a skyscraper? Yeah. As, I thought did that he, he walked. I thought he, he walked the ropes back then." Me and Mark used to walk the ropes as well. 
Okay, I thought I thought so. I didn't think that that was like a new WWF at the time thing. I thought that he had always done that. It's funny that sure. he he was a basketball player because I know like he's tall, but like nothing about that man says basketball player to me besides <laughs> him being tall. There's not a, a thing else that says basketball about that man. If I was born six foot eleven, I I would be in the NBA right now. But the fact, the fact, <laughs> the fact that he could pick a basketball up with one hand also helps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, most guys his size are 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 uncoordinated as a motherfucker. Obviously, not him. He's very coordinated, but a lot of big guys can't you know walk and chew gum at the same time. But they can grab rebounds like nobody's business. So, <clears throat> chop, pow, like the chop. That's right. Cool. Like the Atlanta Braves. He's really working him over here. Now he's doing some sort of weird running. Oh, he's got a chair. Uh -oh. We're going to get a chair spot here. The ace steel throw. Oh! <laughs> the ace steel special. Now he's going to bite his finger and pull his hair. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that's a possibility here. I like how plush that casket is with like the purple cushioned padding in yeah, there. That's great. Well, it, it took six months to build it. What'd you expect? <laughs> It should have a goddamn TV, a fucking mini <laughs> fridge, all that shit in there. You kidding me? <laughs> Air conditioner, heating, a shower, it should all be in there. That's very, very fair. It's, a tr it's true. Should be a mini mobile home at this point. Kamal should be able to live in there comfortably for the rest of his days. The Egyptians built the Great Pyramid faster with a bunch of <laughs> sticks and rope faster than the Undertaker built a casket. It was aliens. It was aliens. The mayor. Hey. I don't. I don't actually believe that. I'm just kidding. I'm not ruling <laughs> it out. I mean, it could have been. Fuck. I don't know. Oh, big splash by Kamala. He That's got to be Check it. Check out my loincloth. Roll That's that motherfucker into the casket. It's time for him to go night night. He's gonna do another one. One more. Oh, very um, devastating. He's really taking care of Mark on those splashes because he is literally bringing none of his weight down. No, no. It was knees and hands on the mat. Yeah. I think Kamala is good. The, the splash that he did off the turnbuckle at SummerSlam is probably the worst splash I've ever seen. <laughs> it wasn't a splash. It was a sprinkle. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Came out on all fours, made sure to make any contact with it. Oh God, they've stolen the urn. Are they the first people to steal the urn? It would go on to be done. All he dropped it like it was hot potato. <laughs> now he's running. Why is he running? The taker. <laughs> After he no, thought he killed Taker, he sat up. <laughs> oh, okay. He was really scared of that urn, though. That's that's kind of funny. And now he's going to roll him in. So Kamala had the upper hand this entire match. They steal the urn, and the, oh, Wait. he's got to pin him. Why do you have a pin in a casket match? None of that made sense. <laughs> Why have the casket? <laughs> yes. Now he puts him in it? Yeah. So it goes okay. in. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that a sledgehammer? Where's Triple H? Does Paul, not Levesque, Paul Bear have a sledgehammer? That's a nail in the fucking shot. Oh, they're gonna nail it shut. No, not nails. Is nails made as we saw we saw that on the last superstars, him actually <clears throat> making the nails. If you remember. 
Mm. Glenn, we forgot about that shit weeks ago. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't know. The, the research department <laughs> reminds us of a lot of things that slip our minds by 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> by 2024, Glenn, you're going to have to remind us our own goddamn names <laughs> during the research. I'm just going to be eating green jello staring at a screen by 2024. I'm going to be like, Mayor, how you doing? And Mayor's going to be like, what? <laughs> I'm going to go, how you doing? You're going to go, what? Who are you? Why am I here? You got to go get your hearing aid. Gwen's <laughs> looking at us like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, this you is, missed. This is fucking hardcore good TV <clears throat> here. Let's watch this guy hammer some nails into a coffin. That's fun. Hey, hey, hey Glenn, is, is hammer schlagging a thing over in England? Is hammer schlagen? <laughs> you never, you never played hammer schlagen. No. Oh, okay. No. It's 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 a game. It's a game routinely played at Oktoberfest in Germany. Okay, it doesn't involve ah. anybody taking their dicks out, right? No. Okay, because no. it sounds like it might, and I don't want to mm. know. I know how white people get down. We do weird shit. No. <laughs> no. The Germans are known for some weird things, but this has nothing to do with any of those. I'm saying. I'm saying. And now they're taking Kamala to God knows where. He's in this coffin. They nailed it shut. So. They're taking him back to Jerry Jarrett's backyard. <laughs> That's exactly where they're taking him. Is that, is that that scene where they have a big tree trunk and huge nails and they have to try and hit them in the, into the yeah, tree trunk? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's it, guys. I that's didn't know it was Hammerschlager, but yes, I have seen that being done. They may have a more English name anywhere else called like hammer hitting or nail hitting or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, Roger Your Trolley, is what it's I called. Can't, <laughs> I can't remember what the Austrians called it. They, used, they, they did it over there and they used to do it with like, ice picks. Swing Hanger von Swizen? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Walter actually doesn't get, uh, or Gunther doesn't actually get a hammer. He just chops the nail into the into the tree. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> they tried to give him a hammer, but it was almost un- it was almost unfair to the other competitors. So I said, "Just yeah. use your hand, sir." He just whacks it. Just like, use your hand, sir. It's like swinging a cricket bat into a nail. Well, well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Make sure you check out Sportswire Radio. Give our buddy Thomas Bryce a follow at 2000, at Thomas Bryce 2017. There we go. Now I got it. Mayor, well, Glenn, you got anything you want to plug? Mm, we've done it at the beginning. We did, didn't we? <laughs> See, I don't, I don't fucking remember. I don't remember what I said at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back to about- bed now, Jen. So, good night. Oh, Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll see you both later. Good luck at work tomorrow, pal. Glenn's out of here. You got anything you want to plug? Um, Let's see. We've got Piece of Business Podcast. We've got AWI Podcast, which you're listening to now, if you're listening to us live. Um, We've got Thomas Bryce. We've got Sportswire Radio. I, I can't really think of anything. Do you have an, uh, maybe, maybe I'll plug something here. I'll, a- I'll ask you, do you have any kind of routine before you come on here on Friday night besides screaming Kobe and throwing a can across the room? Uh, yeah, Kobe. Um, <clears throat> yes, uh, I have a routine that I do. <laughs> okay. 
we might not discuss your routine. Um, I take you, myself one of these. If you're listening, you can't see what I'm holding up, but I take myself one of these. Okay. Make sure I get my my a little pen. pen here ready, and I smoke a blunt, and then I get a bottle of water and usually a can of Coke, and I usually listen to a couple of songs before I get on here. No specific songs. It just depends on how I feel that day. That's my usual routine. What about you? You got a routine? Yeah, I, I do. Like uh, every single uh, every single time before I get on, usually about nine fifteen, I'll pull up this guy named Harry Mack, and he usually I'm brings he well usually aware. he usually drops like a, a whole like freestyle thing that he does on Fridays. So every Friday, like about 30, 40 minutes before the show, I just listen to that and it puts me in a good mood. It makes me feel good about life. Like just always brings a smile to my face. So if anyone is listening to this doesn't listen to Harry Mack, has no idea who he is, throw that search in there. Just Harry, H-A-R-R-Y, Mack, M-A-C-K. Listen to his stuff. It's good stuff. And that's that's my routine before I get on here every And Friday if you night. don't know that name, chances are you have seen him rap. He's the guy that does like the pizza ordering and all that stuff. I, you you probably seen him like, you said his name to me once and I didn't know the name. But once you said who he was, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. My son watches his videos all the time. So yeah. you probably have seen him, but definitely check it out. He's probably, he's a really good rapper. I mean, he wouldn't think of it because he's just a YouTube guy, but. No, it's insane. It's mind blowing how fast this guy just creates like lyrics and not even lyrics like just stories off the top of his head like he is a storyteller in rhyme fashion like it, it's incredible so if you guys haven't ever listened to it check him out um yeah i really don't have anything else to plug other than maybe i don't even know what i'm drinking here a malibu cocktail malibu cocktail like malibu rum yeah malibu rum seven percent not too bad <clears throat> i will give this 7.3 pina colada see i'm not a pina colada guy I, I, i'm not really a rum guy even i, I don't remember the last time i drank rum you, you really like your tequilas your margaritas i am a, i am a tequila connoisseur actually i'm not really even a connoisseur because i drink one kind i drink one kind of tequila and that's it it's the kind i have in my refrigerator right now terramana it's the only kind to get it's it tastes great it's smooth and it's like $10, $15 cheaper than Patron or Don Julio or Casamigos or whatever you like to drink. Mm -hmm. So there we go. We're going to plug that. We'll chug the Tremana. It gets you some maybe, of that. Maybe The Rock will hear this and be like, oh, man, they're plugging my stuff. Let me appropriately reciprocate plugging on one of my billion, you know, viewed items and say, hey, listen to AWI Pod. <laughs> Probably not, but we're just throwing no. it out there, Rock. All I need is one retweet, Rock. That's it. I don't need you to even say anything. Else. <laughs> Actually, he, he has responded to me in the past. On, I think I've only ever like tweeted at him maybe twice, and one of them he actually responded to, so I felt pretty I special got a on that. I got a response from one time, too. I posted a picture of him and Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking beers together, and I was like, Friday feeling or something like that, and he quote tweeted it, and he was like, yep, I'm about 22 seconds from getting kicked in the gut and Get, getting stone cold stunnered and greatest day ever best day ever i was like oh my god the rock just responded to me it's insane like you know who how could you ever imagine like just social media back in the day that hey this guy that might be probably the most recognizable man walking planet earth yeah. is just going to respond to you about getting stunned and in right. the middle of a match like he's got a lot good. going on he's a busy guy he's a busy man i don't think he sleeps he's like vince mcmahon light 
He's a fucking zombie, that goddamn rock. He's a zombie. Anyway, that's going to do it from us, and we will talk to you next week. <clears throat> talk to you.